0: Hi everyone and welcome to this episode of Coogee Voice. On today's episode, we're talking with Trent Knox and Todd lobinskis from the 440 Run Club. We hear about the history of the club, why looking after our fitness, mental health and wellbeing is more important than ever, what makes the 440 Run Club different to other running clubs and what you can do to get involved.
1: So those people that turn up and go, hang on, look look at this guy. He's 140 kilos. Look at the smile on his face. He's just done one whole lap on his own, or he's just run three laps. Like it, it humbles people and grounds people.
2: Well, we're we're inclusive. I mean, what what we do is we celebrate other run clubs. We we don't say we're. know we're better than anyone else but what's really cool is we invite other run clubs to come down and there's a lot of guys that will get there at 5 o'clock and then do a say 7k loop with us and then go and run their their other run club like five or six k's with their mates or go back to their gym I think if you look at the inclusiveness of it that's probably the, the big difference
0: Guys, welcome to Coogee Voice. How are you going today?
1: Good, thanks. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we're good. Thank you.
0: So, Trent, born and bred eastern suburbs. Todd, born in the inner west, moved to the east. What do you guys love most about the east?
1: I think there's a diversity. you got people from everywhere.
2: You know, interstates, internationals, inner westies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I, I think we're in a pretty unique part. Of, we're in the best part of the world. You know, we've got, you know, a lot of people leave the East to go and travel and do, you know, exotic vacations and all that sort of stuff. But we've got it right on our doorstep. So when you can make it something that you visit every day, it's pretty cool.
0: So guys, tell us about the 440. How did it start?
2: So we
1: celebrated our fourth birthday back in June. Uh, About 12 months before, that six or 12 months, I used to um, to do a running session every Saturday morning at 5am with a bunch of mates, about five or six of us. And um, there was a hill at Bronte Beach. Which was the the old tram tracks, the the cutting, and we worked out it was it was roughly 400 meters to the top, and we took an old track session, which used to be 10 400s, you know, and you turn them over every four or five minutes, so you work on your recovery, and it was somewhere bit it's that middle distance, so we, we turned that into a a hill session. After about three to six months, my running had improved out of sight. I you know did all my fast times, fastest times that season. At the end of that, all the boys dropped off. Uh, I liked getting up on a, and having accountability on a Saturday morning at 5 a.m., so I, I kept turning up. But after a couple of Saturdays, I didn't have the drive to do it on my own and sprint as hard as I could on my own, so I just started looping it and took the intensity out. And a couple of weeks after that, worked out it was 440 meters, to be exact, from the bottom to the top. I set up an Instagram account, called The 440, and then I put out an invitation on the 16th of June, 2016, uh, via instagram and then i turned up on the 18th of june 2016 and i took a photo and posted it it's our most famous photo and it's an empty um, hill i was the only one there so over the next couple of years i, I would you know i wasn't putting any effort into it i'd invite people down we get two ten twenty and then i reconnected with my mate over here he'd had a background in running gyms and his dad played football he played football we we came from similar worlds but you know different suburbs and we just put our heads together and started having fun started inviting more people the the run turned into a run then a dip and a sip and then i think over time over the next six to 12 months we built trust within the community because the menu never changed it was the same thing every week 10 loop 10 loop laps you could walk or run we jump in have a swim but we'd always start on time and then two years later um, we've got 15 run clubs Bronte has about 100 150 people consistently turning up, so it's, it's it's just a free community run that starts on time every week, and you can you can map out
2: your own sort of distance that you cover.
0: So, what is it that makes you different to other run clubs?
2: Well, we're we're inclusive. I mean, what what we do is we celebrate other run clubs. We we don't say we're you know we're better than anyone else. But what's really cool is we invite other run clubs to come down, and there's a lot of guys that'll get there at five o'clock and then. Do a say a seven k loop with us, and then go and run their their other run club like five or six k's with, with their mates or go back to their gym. I think if you look at the inclusiveness of it, that's probably the, the big difference. But we don't we we don't teach people to run. We don't um, give any tips out or anything like that. As Noxy said, the menu doesn't change. And when we when we turn up, we turn up for ourselves. So I think that's the probably part of the big success of the reason why it grew is because we were turning up and Noxy was taking selfies of himself on the 440 and then DMing photos and making it fun and, and and making what we used to train like with banter and things like that. And I think we'll get into that a little bit later, but you know, that's what we were all about. So we were turning up regardless. So if it was just me and him, we'd still be going today, but then people come down and they realize that there's nothing else that these boys want other than just to get down there and have a bit of fun. Um, you know, that's probably the big difference between us and, and a lot of run clubs. We take the seriousness out of everything and make it fun and make it something that if you come down, which actually you're due to come down to the run club, aren't you? I am. Um, if you come down and, and visit us, then you'll realise it's, it's, you'll take your own thing out of it. We can't actually explain to you what it's like until you turn up.
0: So you've touched on this a bit, but your mission is to create a run club that's inclusive and is rooted in connection, integrity and fun. How do you do this every Saturday morning?
1: So we've already worked out. Like our formula now works. It's been proven and and tested. And it's 52 weeks a year. We run the Run Club. Rain, hail, or shine. We've actually got the same blueprint as AA. Um, We are always there every Saturday. Now, if Toddy and I aren't physically there, we have now got people within the community that love it so much that they will be there to say hi and get the show on the road. The Loop Run and the menu not changing is why it works. Because if you, okay, it's Friday today. And if you were planning on coming tomorrow and you know that through, you know, through the, the community that it's, it's a loop run, it's a 700 meter loop and you can do one lap or 10. The good thing is if you don't get out of bed tomorrow, cause you're full of fear and don't turn up, you can turn up in three weeks, three months, three years, and it will be the same thing. So that reduces the anxiety of our new members. Not being measured by whether you do one or 10 laps, how, slow or how fast or what you look like what your skin color is what your age is what's going on in in the back end of your life it, it doesn't matter the reason we start in the dark is because most of our members who say they can't run or they're heavily overweight they're unfit or they're coming back off off the back of cancer or they've just had their first child no one can identify them in the dark so they put their hoodie on they put their music on when they turn up they realize that there's no one looking at them because everyone's trying to get up the hill which is challenging so in answer to your question why we know it works is that we've had other Run Club people take on our brand and try and change it and try and add things to it, try and run it on their own instead of we say, you have two or three of you. Don't worry about doing yoga. Don't worry about you know doing a stretch class. Just turn up, say hi, move together, go and get your coffee and go and have your day. Because the reason it is working is because it's simple and you know what you're getting every week.
0: The 440 Club is about exercise, health and well-being. Why is it important that people take the time and invest in this part of their life?
2: Well, now more so than ever when we're, you know, there's so many, there's so many things that we can get tied into, whether that is, um, you know, a gym or whether that is, you know, getting stuck to go into the pub or, you know, what we preach are, are good habits, you know, getting up and doing something for yourself, getting to bed early so you can get up for that, that run early morning moving whether it's walking running shuffling whatever pace you go at you you move at your pace and more often than not people will get down there and be like oh you know i, I don't think i can keep up I don't, i'm not fit enough or i'm not i don't have the right gear on or i don't have the right whatever it is i think we break down a lot of those those barriers and make it okay to come down and then people will go "Well, oh, oh, yeah cool I, I can walk this lap i might run the next one next week i might meet a buddy and I might actually start running a few more laps. Then I'm slowly getting fitter, but it just doesn't feel like it's it's a, it's it's a harsh thing to do. It's actually a nice, fun thing to do. So I think that talks to a lot of different things, you know, health and fitness, um, mental health, doing something that is a little bit scary, but it also, you get growth out of that as well. Like a lot of people set, five or six different alarms on the friday night sleep in their active wear and get up the day the day of but they're, they're in as noxie was saying they're in such fear because it's something that they're not used to doing and then once they've done it once they can't stop talking about it because it's something that's a bit uncommon at the barbecue that saturday arvo and then everyone's like what is that thing and that's how it spreads so it's more about spreading that good message from the strength of the members
1: and i think it's it's also giving them permission that it's okay so you take most men and they're out, they're the hardest to work with. So we've got a lot of mates, they're relatively fit or they look good on the surface and their dialogue is, well, I'll turn up when I get fitter. I'll turn up when I've done a bit of work and we're like, well, what does that look like? Tell us what you're going to do between now and the next three weeks or two weeks. And most of it is just, they don't want to be the slowest. And what they, what they what they realize when they turn up is that everyone there on that track is fighting their own battle. And that big bloke who looks like he's carved out of granite will probably get 30 or 40 taps from men, women, you know, old and young going, good to see you, welcome. Now, that, that big guy full of muscle has got his own challenge. He's probably spent so much time in the gym and made himself look amazing, but he can't run around the block. So it's not just about being super overweight, not being able to run. It's people that have made a decision to go down one path and then realize that they're not that happy. They've spent all this money in, in gyms and protein shakes and all this stuff, but they can't go and surf. They can't go and swim. So there's a demographic of guys saying, hey, it's okay that you're the biggest bloke, you look amazing, but you're not the fastest. But if you turn up every week, I guarantee you will enjoy running. You'll enjoy connecting with these people. So they're layers that we didn't encounter when we started this thing. So the health and well-being, like Toddy said, super important, but it's the connection and giving people permission to not run it fifth gear, drop it to second gear. So there's so many layers in what we're doing, and which is why we're growing and we're connecting with such a diverse group of people.
0: There's an image and expectation as to what the typical eastern suburbs person looks like. It's a skinny blonde girl in PE nation, maybe some fake boobs, good-looking fella, six-pack, fit how dangerous is this stereotype for our community
1: look it's out there that the danger around it are the people not taking any like creating awareness that okay there is a place for everything and if someone wants to look that way and we've learnt the hard way we, we we need to be the last people that judge people and, and you know i'll put my hand up i've judged people coming down there and like look amazing and they can't run and i'm like I've oh, done all these weights, but there's a reason behind why they lifted the heavy weights. You know, they might've been teased as a child and I thought, well, I want to be the biggest, strongest kid, but they're still not happy. But what we press a lot in answer to the question, we press a lot of meditation because we're, we're big meditators and we're teaching our community how to go inwards and how to feel good, how to feel happy, how to turn up for themselves, how to be better for themselves. Now it's worked for us. So the, we've actually turned a lot of people that do have that image you're talking about who have turned up and thought it was all about the selfie down there but realized they had to do some work. Now, some of them didn't come back, but some of them going, hang on, I'm, I'm approaching life the wrong way. All this stuff about you know, filtered photos and, and all these followers doesn't mean a thing. What, ma- what matters, and getting back to why we grew, is when you're up at 5 a.m., on a Saturday morning, you are fair income about making change in your life. You are probably dealing with some level of unhappiness, unworthiness and lack of self-love. So those people that turn up and go, hang on, look, look at this guy. He's 140 kilos, but look at the smile on his face. He's just done one whole lap on his own or he's just run three laps. Like it, it humbles people and grounds people.
2: But also on that, I think two, three years ago, we had photos of our group post- The run and it was like washboard abs boobs you know good looking people and that's what people were looking at going there's no way i'm gonna go down and run that thing so what we we actually took a lot a lot of feedback from that and not that we changed the group but the more we turned up and the more we didn't really it was just a post run selfie right so everyone would go i've missed out and that's how it grew at the start right then all these other people started to come down we invited People from inner west, from other areas, you know, and then it started to open up to people that would turn up and be like, well, hey, that person's turned up. That They're actually not the cookie cutter runner or, you know, they're not super fit. Actually, it's okay for me to turn up to this thing. And what I think the turning point was, I think about a year ago, we did this thing. Why do you love the 440? And we had photos of everyone popping up and we had a video and there was people with tats. There was people that don't really fit the mold of a runner. And it was there feedback on their 440 and why they loved it. So I think that started to shift the perception of I guess the eastern suburb stereotype if, if, if you like. It is dangerous, don't get me wrong that when you look at people and they and they do it like that but hey some people get inspired from looking like that as well. like some people use that as people to want to wanna be like. So. And we stood back
1: too and we thought hang on okay we are we do fit the category you're talking about. <laughs> but then we realized we're a storytelling business. And, and we started getting the stories from like, you know, Todd's mate big Jim, 140 kilos from the inner West and, and asked why he loved it, how long it took him to actually do his day one. And he watched our account for 12 months and we started promoting those stories and people go, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm very similar to Jim. And, and that's what we do now. We try and promote everyone's stories. Who's willing to share it.
0: Changing gears just a little bit. You're a community focused club yep. this year has been a pretty challenging year for everyone. What challenges have you seen in the community? Yep. And have there been any changes that you've seen as a result of that?
1: Connection, I think. Well, we sat down at the start of COVID, um, just as it was really about lockdowns about to kick in and we got some good advice saying, hey, I'd probably look at shutting down your run club because they're gonna cut down groups. And We announced it within in half a day. And Toddy and I sat down and went, right, this thing that's kicking off, it's going to be around for a while. We'd already been doing a lot of our own self-care and meditation and stuff. So I said, we need to look after ourselves more than ever. And let's lead from the front. So what we started doing was when we shut our run clubs down, we started doing a daily video to our community. And we called it 44 Days with the 440. Now, the underlying message of what we were doing daily workouts and all sorts of stuff, 10 minutes a day. But the underlying messages were rest drink water meditate move every day you know be kind to yourself and we just kept pumping it out now the challenges are that i've seen for people they haven't actually realized that we are that the the world's changed they haven't accepted that you now need to take more care of yourself they think that things are going to go back to the way they were they think that life as we saw it's going to go back and we we said that's not
2: what we also did was we empowered everyone to, because they can't get to the run club on the Saturday. So we usually meet on the Saturday, five o'clock. We said, go and do your version. So go and run, run your own block or take your mates and go down there in your own time. So because it's always going to be there every single day, 365 days a year. The Saturday is when we meet, but it's not stopping you from getting a couple of mates or getting your family members and going to walk this thing. So during, I think, the first three months of COVID, we went down, we went down there for a first couple of like days in the morning and there was people just doing loops of it. And, just, and it was people from the, from the community. And you'd get to like connect a little bit and you'd understand that, hey, they're actually getting it. And they're starting to realize that, okay, and not just there, but in all the other run clubs we've got, we challenge people to go and find their 440, go and run your block. And tag us. Tag us. That, that was it?
1: the big thing. We're like, when you share your stories, we reshare them. And you're encouraging people who are thinking about joining our community. So we've got people from around the world and remote parts of Australia that just go for the runs on their own and tag us in and feel part of our community. And they've never been to a run club. They may never get to one of our run clubs, but they feel part of something. And now the 44 days has evolved into the 440 coffee club, which we've we've just shot day 209. I do it every day before five o'clock. It's, it's, you know, it's shits and giggles. We have a laugh. we, we I bag Toddy when he's not there. And it's which all, is most mornings. Which is most mornings. But it's repetitive stuff and we are programming our members to be, hey, check in on yourself, check in on a mate, drink your water, have a cold shower, get up and move, don't lay in bed. I know that's what your head's telling you to do. And now the feedback after 209 days is please keep doing the videos. It's getting me out of bed on the days I don't want to get up. And and our community has grown during COVID.
0: Just for the Coogee Voice listeners who are not familiar with the 440 Coffee Club, can you just tell us a little bit more about that?
1: So as I said, it started as the 44 days with the 440. And we got to 44 days, we're still in in lockdown. So we continued it and went caught it every day with the 440. And then what I was doing during the day, I was actually going around to yoga teachers and Pilates and and, and shooting 10-minute videos to upload the next morning. And then I thought, well, hang on, our theme is we start in the dark. I'm up early, I start my classes at five, why don't I just keep shooting it at 4.30 down at the beach and I'm gonna start inviting people. And at first people like, no, forget it. But now we've got like fashion designers, we've got athletes, we've got people who have made lifestyle decisions. So basically we now open it up to anyone and anyone who's got a story, wants to promote their business, they're a PT, they're a boxing. So we've had Camilla Franks talking about her battles with cancer, we've had Pip Edwards come down. And what, and what it's showing our audience is that these people are successful entrepreneurs and business owners are normal. And we talk about their relationship with getting up in the morning, how it affects their day when they don't exercise, how it affects the day if they don't take self-care. And it's so raw and real, like they're coming, they turn out with a puffy face. I give them a coffee from Caltex and it's up by clock. If I don't have it up by 6am, I'm getting messages going, are you okay? The other week I broke my phone on the Sunday and it didn't go up till nine. People are ringing around going, he's gone missing. <laughs> so the reliability like our run club is why that's growing. And all it is is daily messages and reminders about, hey, love yourself, look after yourself. We start in the dark. This is good for me. And all these these banjos that we've thrown around and it's stuff that we haven't, you know, we haven't created anything new. It's simple messaging, it's love and it, and it's repetition.
0: Why do you think, this storytelling and a message of self-care, self-love and learning is being so widely well-received? Well,
2: I got to, well, Okay, before you start, I think the way that you've, Noxy sort of carried himself in creating the coffee club, he, he kind of just fell onto it, right? And I think through, and I'll, I'll get him to talk about it in, in a sec, but to his credit, he showed up every single day at four o'clock, he gets up, he's there 4.30 doing his video. And if you're late, you're late. And he's ripping into you on the on live camera. And I think what that's shown is people have something to look forward to. And they've gone, oh, he's gonna turn up. What's he gonna wear this time? Who's he gonna interview? What What's gonna happen? Is the camera gonna fall over? What weather's going on? Like he does this, this whole, or the weather is, you know, Google weather reports, all that sort of stuff. But it's something that people have now got a relationship with they've lent into the story they now want to know more they now want to hear more about it which is beautiful in the fact that it's noxie's life and it's what he's surrounded and what he's created is something for people to actually go hey he's getting up and doing it so I don't feel so bad or I feel bad if I'm gonna sleep in or that sort of vibe and we we get people that come across, goes, just randoms will go, hey, you're the guy from the, <laughs> you're the guy in the coffee club. You know what I mean? And, and just, just stuff, stories that you hear. We actually probably don't know the depth that it's, that it's reaching. We only hear from people in the eastern suburbs because we're around it every single time or people that message in. But I think there's more people watching it than we actually think. And mate, to his credit you know, he's he's created something that I don't think is going to end. <laughs> so he's going to have to get up at four every day and, and, and tell this story. But why wouldn't you do that if, if people are actually really loving it and looking forward to it? Well, it's, um, it's part of my life now. Like I'm,
1: you know, we've made a commitment. We want this thing to go everywhere and we want to turn it into a business. But the self-care and the self-love, I, I started this when I look back on it or when I was in a dark place. And one of our slogans is we start in the dark. Now, if you look at the diversity of our group, we've got, people who are in dark places and that's both mentally and physically that could be financially marriages are ending you know you got parents that are dealing with troubled kids there's so many layers and you know we all start in the dark and and part of our run on a Saturday is we run into the light the sun comes up so for me running the run club running the coffee club it helps me I get a buzz out of it Um, The messages that come through now every day, like literally every day I've got messages that say, and it's telling me I've got to keep going with this thing. We're getting a wider audience. Like Toddy said, it is growing into something where our goal is to get to day 440, which makes sense. But I've adjusted my lifestyle to be be able to get up and do it every day. So I go to bed earlier, you know, I make sure I try and eat well, I try and exercise, I try and do all the things I need to do to, because it's not a sacrifice anymore, it's fun. The guests that are coming on, I'm learning from them. I get to hear about their world. I get to share their world with our world. So we are, in a nutshell, going against the grain of what, what's going on out there in the health and wellbeing sort of space at the moment.
0: You've spoken about the fact that there are now 440 run clubs all around Australia. What does it take to start your own run club?
2: Not much. I mean, it, <laughs> you've, just got, you've literally got to um, show up and just find a spot where you want to run, right? So if people in that are in the eastern suburbs listening to this, if you're in Coogee, if you're in Maroubra, if you're down at La Perouse, if you're down in Malabar, wherever, right? You can start one up. It doesn't, we're not exclusive. So
1: what are the key factors that Yeah, someone- the,
2: the key things, you, you, you have a loop and you pick a time that you want to start and you start and you go. But the reason it works is if you turn up for yourself. As soon as you turn up for yourself, you don't turn up with any expectation unconditionally. It's going to work. A lot of run clubs in the past, they've been backed by brands and people will turn up with their hand out, you know, thinking, I'm going to get a free pair of shoes. I'm going to get like a free hat or a something or a something is Pretty much to the point as to why we don't hand anything out anymore at the run club. We tried it for a couple of couple of weeks or Blew months. up in our face. Blew up in our face because people came back the next week and said, "Hey, where's my um, you know, where's my thing from that that brand that you were giving out before?" Like, and we were like, "Well, it was last week. Oh, sorry, we don't have it this week." And once you get past that, once people just go, "Hey, I'm just going to turn up and run it," you're going to attract people that want to be a part of that. Like what the coffee club does, like what the 440 does, has done.
1: But just on that, what's evolved from that saying no to brands and stuff is that what we're so adamant about now is turn up for yourself. Don't worry about anyone else. If you've got friends I arming mean, and are about going, don't worry. You get there for you. Like, Toddy gets there for him, himself tomorrow morning. He'll be there. I'll be there for myself. And whatever gets in the way, like, I don't give anyone a lift anymore because... We get there at 4.30 in the morning. We're there before everyone else with coffee in hand. To We like watching the cars come in, but now what we've added to that is we do our coffee club. So we've got a guest on tomorrow morning and I don't allow anything to get in the way of me being on time, going to the guys and pick up my coffee at three steps. Um, for our members like that, that want to give someone a lift, I say to them, if you're picking up someone and they're not at the front of their house at 4.25 or 4.30, drive off because we start bang on time every week and it's important that, And the reason we're so adamant, it's like, if you look after you and just do you, you'll get the best version of you and everyone around you gets the best version of you. But don't turn up to please us. Don't turn up because your mate said it was good. Turn up because you want to be there.
2: You know what's happening now, though? We're turning up for the coffee club at 4.30 and we've got hecklers. That turn up and want to see the coffee club. So we've got people that just turn up and magically appear behind us and want to be. We've got a phone on a garbage bin on a cheap stand,
1: and you've got him and I with our puffy faces, cheap coffee, and our ginger biscuits. Three steps, three biscuits. (laughs) Three
2: steps. We better get a sponsorship out of three steps. We've plugged them about eight times on this.
0: (laughs) The 440 Run Club is going from strength to strength. What's next?
1: Look, so initial plan we had was we had a goal of getting a million people active. This is well before COVID. And we used to think, okay, how many run clubs is that multiplied by how many people? And we're like, oh, it's a lot of run clubs. COVID's done us a favor because what it's changed us to our, our thought is now let's be inclusive. So if you can't start a run club, then you still should be able to be a member. So we want to activate a million people well globally so that could be through a run club. That's our first goal. The other thing that we're working on now is we are on the radar of a lot of brands. We love our active wear and we're talking about doing collaborations with our 440 merchandising with, you know, with this, you know brands like Camilla Franks, there's some local brands, 10 pieces and P nations and all that sort of stuff. So the way we look at it, we like the creative side, being able to see our brand on a pair of shorts or you know, a pair of tights, but we get to tap into their audience. Um, we've got artists that, that are part of our community. There's there's nothing that we can't tap into, provided we keep doing our run clubs. We've got guys in Melbourne, beautiful artists. They promote their stuff through our through our network. End of the day, we want to get people together, or or different ranges of people. So we just want to keep growing.
0: Now, before you go, there are three questions we ask all of our guests who come on to Could You Voice. You have to tell us the best beach in the eastern suburbs where can you get the best coffee and where sells the best burgers
2: oh do i go first yeah you go first oh radio best beach um jeez i've been up and down i reckon uh, i'm actually going to say the southern end of maroubra that's what i'm going to say the southern end of maroubra best beach from 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 where from the where I sit at the moment i'm you know i love bondi don't get me wrong but there's just something about that southern end. The best burgers, I'd have to say Little L's up in the north end of Bondi. <laughs> and the best coffee, oh, this is controversial. See, I don't know if I can say this. I'd probably have to say Porch in Bondi.
1: So most of my life experiences have been done at Bondi Beach. So, you know, that, that goes without saying. Yeah, I'm a sucker for a Little L. Few days a week.
2: <laughs> and can I tell you before you say your coffee, <laughs> last summer, right? We were training for, or we just, just come out of the back of this big adventure race. And I reckon we went to Little L's for three weeks non-stop. Every Every day. Every single day. Do
0: you guys only go to the one in Bondi? Yeah. yeah. Right, you got to go to the one in Coogee and ask for Sandy and she makes, That's and get Sandy. the Sand Burgess special. Sandy, <laughs>
2: we're coming. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and coffee, well. <laughs> It's, it's gusto in, in Bondi. And I'll be honest, right? I'll be honest. I can't tell the difference between coffee, right? They have amazing banana bread and we don't pay a brass or a zoo for our coffee. Because <laughs> we bring everyone <laughs> down there. Yeah, we've also put a second floor on the owner's house who owns Gusto <laughs> as well. So, yeah.
2: Well, I don't, I don't pay when I go to Porch now, so I had to plug them. So.
0: <laughs> Guys, thanks for joining us on Coogee Voice. If people want to learn more about the 440 Run Club, where should they head to?
2: It's the underscore 440 is our um, Instagram account. And 440runclub.com is our webpage.
0: And if people looking to join you on the weekend, what time and where should they head to in the Eastern so suburbs?
2: So Bronte, our, and that's our OG Run Club,
1: We start at five sharp. So if you turn up at five, you're late. So we'd suggest getting there between 4.30 and quarter to five.
2: Keep your distance, please, because it's our social distance.
1: And it's a run-dip sip. So we run together, have a dip, and then we go for a sip.
0: Guys, thanks for joining us on Coogee Voice.
1: Thanks for having us. Thank you. Cheers.
0: What an uplifting chat. Now, if you'd like to learn more about the 440 Run Club, head to Instagram and check them out on the underscore 440 or you can see me at 4.30am at the Bronte Cutting. You've been listening to Coogee Voice.